My beloved in Jesus Christ, our Lord, a blessed feast of the ascension to all of you. You know, as we're going through scriptures since Pascha up to today, these, these 40 days, we see that the time was not wasted with Jesus. He didn't waste the time. A lot of work took place from the time of his resurrection to his ascension. There was a lot of fear at the beginning, a lot of anxiety. Their faith was shaken at what they considered the calamity, the catastrophe of the cross. They had lost all confidence and hope as they were cowering in the upper room. But we see Jesus slowly started encouraging them and strengthening them and teaching them. He first did this by, by His presence. Touch, feel me. I am real. And then He started teaching them and opening their mind to Scriptures of all that, that God had planned to take place was fulfilled in Jesus. It all had to take place. So He encouraged them and opened their minds so that they would later recall it and teach it to you and to I. We see that the, the sacraments were presented to us. They were shown the, that of Jesus and the breaking of the bread are one and the same. We heard about the, the keys of giving to Peter and binding and loosing the sacrament of penance. And through the church and baptism is our participation in the life of Christ, our participation into the heavenly kingdom and our future life and glory there. And their trust in Jesus was strengthened. And so, over this course of time, you know, he would reprimand them for their, their being so timid and so frightened. Don't be afraid. What's got a hold of you? It's me. And he would do this, even get after Luke and Cleopas on the way. You know, don't you remember the scriptures, all that had to take place? And he walked with Luke and Cleopas as long as it took before they got it and ran back and told the others after they recognized Jesus in the breaking of the bread. So over the course of these 40 days, they became new men. And we see their complete change on this day. Because as Jesus was taken up into the heaven, they weren't suddenly frightened as they were on the day of crucifixion, running and hiding. But they were filled with joy because they realized that though Jesus is taken up into heaven, He has not left them alone. He reminded them, recall all the things that I said and did. I will never abandon you. I will be with you always until the end of time. And so while Jesus is in the heavenly kingdom above the realm of angels and archangels, above the realm of heaven and all, which is, which is outside of God or within God, God is above and outside of all of that, He took our humanity to the right hand of the Father. As we heard in the Synaxarian, and even the angels were amazed that they saw blood in Jesus going beyond them to the right hand of the Father. But even though He's there, He has not left you and I. Because we're His body, and the head can't be separated from the body. 
The proof of this is when Saul was on his way to Damascus. And Jesus confronts him in his, all his glory and the splendor of light and said, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? Saul went to persecute all the followers of Jesus, and that was a direct persecution on Jesus himself. Why are you persecuting me? So he knows everything that the body is feeling, just like you and I know, when even our little toe is discomforted, Jesus knows even our smallest hurts. Our fears, our anxieties, our worries, and our joys. He can't be separated from us. And so while he's in heaven, he's still here on earth with you and I. But yet, while you and I are here on earth, even though we haven't been glorified yet through our own resurrection, we are still with him in heaven. The body can't be separated from the head. And the fathers, like St. Augustine, would say that we are with him in heaven right now through our virtue of our faith, our hope, and our love. That while we are here, by the fact of our, our faith, by the fact of our hope in Him, and by the fact of our love for Him, one another, we are there with Him at the right hand of the Father. Though we still are walking on this earth. So that should cause us to have the same joy the apostles had on this day. Recognizing that even though He is up there, He is still very much here. And his physical presence passed when he ascended into the sacramental life of the church. When you go to confession, you're confessing before him directly. You're eating his body and his blood. So he has not left us, and we have not left him unless we choose. Unless we choose not to have faith. Unless we choose not to have hope. Unless we choose not to have love. So we should go on our lives in the same joy the apostles had. The apostles knew that they're going to be persecuted mercilessly. Remember how they were so afraid of the Jews. They were cowering up in the upper room with the doors locked for fear of the Jews. And now it says that they were found constantly in the temple singing praises to God. What a transformation. And Jesus was no longer appearing to them. But they had the confidence and the conviction and the awareness that even though he was ascended, he is still with them. And that is their source of their confidence, the source of their joy, the source of their hope. So let's allow ourselves to participate in that joy. Not cowering for fear, but to be found constantly singing the praises of God. Because our God, although is in heaven, is participating in you and I right now. Knows what we're thinking, knows how we're hurting, knows how we're filled with joy and love. He has not abandoned us, but He's shown us what glory awaits us for those who endure 
He says, when I return, will I find any faith on the earth? And We're the ones to prove it. We're the ones to stand with joy and have the faith. So when he comes, then we will take it up with him into the heavenly kingdom.